Hey, how's it going? It is Money Manny with Convo Podcast, just coming at you. We are back in full effect today. Got uh, my setup going here, so yeah, today it's been a interesting week. A lot of a lot of current events going on, and uh, we're definitely going to see what markets are coming on today. How the market has been affected. I've I've seen a few things in the last week or so. Yeah, and all you new subscribers, I appreciate you guys. You know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. You know, thanks a lot. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna go over the typical, you know, see what's going on with the any uh, second stimulus information, anything more, if uh maybe due to the current events, if there's any anything they're looking at you know, other than the election stuff going on right now, which seems like a lot of people are focused on. But, uh, yeah, and also another good thing to focus on is how is it affecting the markets? You know, I mean, the um, whether they go up or down, it could be a good buying time as well, especially if the markets are going down. We will definitely take a look at that. So, yeah, if you're if you're not subscribed and you just started watching this channel, you know, definitely get subscribed, you know, before the video, get subscribed, go down in the comments and let me know you subscribed and I will definitely send you a message back. It is f fun Fridays today here at H HTX TV and Convo Podcast. Let's, uh, yeah, let's dive into the information and see what we got going on. I'll probably see if anybody, any, uh, anybody hops on the live text chat on YouTube, see what's going on there, and uh, yeah, and then we're going to go over the stock markets and also the uh, cryptocurrency news, see if there's anything going on with that as well. First of all, we are going to check out the, check out the uh, second stimulus, if there's any more information on that, second stimulus update. I know the last thing we said was they were going to, yeah, they're supposed to be coming back here. In the next few days, I believe so. So we will definitely check that out. I'll fix my background here real quick. Here we go. It says, what's the latest the IRS will likely send your stimulus check in waves? All right, I'll check out this first article. It says here, election day voting is over. Here's the likelihood of a second $1,200 stimulus check being passed by January. So now we're we're already looking at January. Yeah, let me see when the... It says, Election Day voting may be over, but Congress is still on hiatus. Regardless of the eventual results, any potential second stimulus bill will most likely be 
delayed until at least January, according to Garrett Watson, a senior policy analyst at the Tax Foundation. So they're trying to get me to check out a video, but check out this video to learn how likely Congress is to pass a stimulus bill in the coming months and to see what the results of the election mean for future CV-19 relief legislation. Alright, that didn't go too much into it. And these people over here are saying that the IRS will send your check in waves. Which batch could you be in? The following weeks will be pivotal in determining when you could receive another direct payment. While negotiations for a new economic relief bill still haven't resumed, it's still possible it could pass by the end of 2020. If it does happen, another direct payment up to $1,200 per person will likely be sent out in waves by the IRS. Use our stimulus calculator to estimate the amount you may be due. All right, let's see. The way the IRS delivers your payment, whether it be EIP card, paper check, or direct deposit, will in large part determine when you might actually receive it. We expect, as with the first stimulus check, the federal agency will send out money to qualifying people in batches. Some will receive spending or savings, cash right away, depending on your budget, while others may have to wait weeks or even months. Unfortunately, not every adult will qualify. That's also another option as well. They would, uh, it would really suck to come January and find out you don't qualify, or February or March, <laughs> find out you don't even qualify. So, keep reading for everything you need to know about the potential schedule to come. This story updates often. It says, nobody can take your stimulus check away, right? Okay, question mark. And then it says, when can you expect a new stimulus check to arrive? Our current guesses. So they're actually giving out dates now, I believe, when they're projected to to see when your, your next stimulus check could come. It says, these dates, which are speculative, show you might possibly see a check if a bill becomes law in the period after November 3rd election and before or after Inauguration Day on January 20th, including December 11th. The deadline for Congress to pass the next federal budget, oh, December 11th. So it says, one more, one important note is the speed at which the first checks would arrive. In August, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said it would take about a week to process the first payments. He said, I can get out 50 million payments Real quickly, a lot, a lot of it into people's direct accounts, he said, but that doesn't necessarily mean your stimulus money will arrive a week after a bill goes live. 
Oh, that's kind of cool. They have a little chart. House passes final bill, December 11th. Scenario 1, scenario 2 is February the 1st. And then after that, shows March and April. Uh, Senate bill passed. Okay. So they're saying if, if it, something passes in like the second week of December... Yeah, that you could get it in sometime in January, obviously direct deposit. And here it says, why can't the IRS mail all the checks at once? It says, the IRS has so far sent money to at least 160 million people three ways. Starting with people the federal government has direct deposit information for. Some people with more complicated personal situations are still waiting for their checks or even for catch-up payments. This creates a de facto prior priority order that could result in some Americans receiving their checks days or even weeks before others. And it shows... The IRS said that it can deliver f 5 million to 7 million paper stimulus checks a week, starting with people whose AGI is less than $20,000. <laughs> and then moving to people, people who, whose AGIs are progressively larger, according to the Government Account Accountability Office. Hmm. That's interesting. So, so basically they're saying that they're, they're dealing with the smaller accounts first, I guess maybe to, 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 so they can, I'm not sure if it's, why they do that, I don't see why they just wouldn't pay everybody equally, unless it's, maybe it has something to do with their budget, maybe the budget, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have the money for it, but, so, that is definitely interesting, that goes to show you how they work, which, it's more power to them, as long as they can get them out, um, I guess, if you're running it like a business, it makes total sense. Put out the smaller checks first. And let's see. It says, We expect the IRS will adopt roughly the same system for sending out a second stimulus check in 2020 or 2021 as it did with the... We expect the IRS will drop another one in 20 and 2020 and 2021. So I guess it depends on, yeah, it says direct deposit recipients who already have direct deposit information on file, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people know who, who they are on that one. Social Security beneficiaries. With the first stimulus payment, many Social Security beneficiaries Beneficiaries who had direct deposit information on file with the federal government received checks in the first week, though not always the first day. The IRS began to mail checks about a week later to those who with direct deposit data on file. An EIP card. I never really heard of an EIP card that's... 
that is definitely interesting. Let's see what it says here. It's, it's called an economic impact payment debit card. So they could actually put it on a, I guess it's a prepaid debit card. Maybe it goes to a certain bank. <clears throat> prepaid, it's a Visa card the IRS sent out to 4 million people starting in mid-May. If the IRS follows the same payment priority order, this group could begin to see their checks weeks after the first direct deposit transfer goes out. Okay, so I guess some people already have maybe opted for the Visa card. Alrighty, and I'm going to this last article right here. This one says, people with more complex situations. This category includes people who received a check after June and still waiting to receive their stimulus payment or did not know they need to complete an extra step. Direct payments will continue through the end of 2020 for some individuals who weren't part of the previous groups. Here's what could be holding up the st stimulus check delivery for some and how to contact the IRS to report a missing, lost, or stolen check. Okay. And there millions of people are still waiting to get their first check that was sent out. Yeah, and it kind of goes into it, which pretty much I went over that a lot. It just says, if you think the situation applies to you, you may be able to claim your missing check by November 21st. Oh, so that's like a few weeks away. Today's the November 6th. That's over two weeks away. Some examples include people who didn't receive their allotted 500 for their dependents, some people who are involved in child support situations, and non-filers who may be owed a stimulus check, including older adults or people who received SSI or SSDI. Otherwise, you may need to claim a catch-up payment or error adjustment as part of your 2020 federal tax return. All right, well, yeah, that's pretty much covering it for the IRS check payments. Let me see here. I'm going to... Let's see if anybody chimed in on the live chat. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and pull up the... Oh, yeah, and the stock market is live today, so... We're definitely going to check that out. See where the live share prices are at. There we go. There's my website. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick little break here for our future sponsors. And, yeah, we'll, we'll dive back. When I get back, we'll dive into the stock market, uh, up all the stock market updates. And then we will chat from there. You guys on YouTube, get you a small drink, get you a snack. And I will be right back. 
Alright guys, we are back and we are going over the uh, stock market information. Hope you got your drink or your snack because from here on out we are going fully loaded. Set my background. There we go. Alrighty, let's let's get let's get rolling. We are ready to go. Yeah, welcome back to the Convo Podcast. We are going over the stock market information. Basically, so we're going to see um, with current events. Obviously, there's you know this week. Elections, elections going on. We'll see how the how that affects the stock market. And the good things with that is, like they say, if you're a trader, you like to trade stocks usually on when it's going up, so you can make money with it. Um, if you're maybe a more of a long term investor, you know you see some stuff going down. Uh, maybe it needs to keep going down more because. Um, you could be a long-term investment and buy it on the dip when the dip's really low. We'll see how it goes from there. So right now the Dow is at a negative 0.09% decrease. It's traded at $28,367, and that's negative $22 right now, a little bit down. Not too too much, but just a bit. Funny thing is, the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 are in the green. They're barely in the green. They're barely point. NASDAQ is 0.06% in the green. That's plus $6. And it's traded at $11,897. S&P 500 is at the plus, plus 0.08 in the green. And that's at a... 3513 traded. It's a plus $3.40 in the green. So not bad. So that's pretty good. Um, Apple. Um, now to some popular stocks. Apple Incorporated um, traded at $118.41. And that's at a negative 0.45% um, in the red. That's not that bad. Less than 1%. It's not that bad. Um, Citigroup Incorporated is traded at $42, and that's a negative 0.91% decrease. Uh, General Electric Company, eight point, um, I mean, excuse me, $8.10 a share. That's at a plus 1.3% um, increase in the green. So they're still holding on pretty good. Alpha, Alphabet Incorporated is traded at and that's at a negative 0.36% decrease, which is not that much. And Microsoft Corporation is at a, traded at $223, and that's at a plus 0.08 increase in the green. So actually most places are doing halfway decent. I guess at the end of the day, people need to still purchase phones, you know, if you're in, it looks like these tech companies, people still need to purchase phones, laptops, so people are still using their stuff. All right, let's see. 
Now let's go on to some. Let's check out the gainers and the losers. Actually, yeah, the the market is still current. It's actually live right now. So I'm I'm guessing that this is between pretty current within the net last ten five ten minutes. So the the gainers so far for today are uh, Met Metler. Toledo International Inc. That's a plus seven point five percent increase in the green. CVS Health Corporations at a six point four percent increase in the green. Um, Albemarle. Al it's, it's Al Albemarle Corporation is at a six point one percent increase in the green. Uh, Paycom Software Incorporated is at a 4.1% uh, increase in the green. WW Granger Incorporated is at a 3.3% increase in the green. So they're all doing pretty well. Those are your gainers. Uh, biggest gainer is Metler Toledo. All right. So, and those are all between 3 and 7% increases. So potential trade opportunities for you traders out there. And losers for the day are the FlowServe Corporation at negative nine, 9% decrease. DXC Tech Companies at a negative 6.8% decrease. Holly Frontier Corporation is at a negative 5.8% decrease in the red. Yeah, I got all these people buzzing me. Maybe next time I do my videos, I'll... Yeah, it's not a big deal. Shut up. Put that. Maybe put the notifications on silent till then. But all right. So next company is Signa Corporation, and that's at a negative five point nine percent decrease. And One OK Incorporated is at a negative five point seven percent decrease in the red. Those are your. Those are your losers for the day. So let's get into some. Commodities, there we go. Commodities, so we got oil. Um, the oil barrels right now are at $37.32 a barrel. That's at a plus 0.48% increase in the green. So that's good. Uh, gas is at $2.90 a barrel. I mean $2.90 a gallon. And that's 0.24% increase in the green still. So that's still good. Gold, gold right now is at $1,953, that's plus 0.08% increase in the green. Uh, silvers priced at $25.64, that's a negative 0.11% decrease. And corn right now is at $406, and that's a negative 0.18% decrease. So corn is down a little. And I guess... People aren't making as as much corn on the cob or whatever. So, <laughs> actually, we ate corn a few nights ago, so we definitely helped to that. So let's check out the. So funny thing is, I'm looking at the, all the. Well, let me go before I go into the industries. Let's check out some I mean, uh, the currencies. So the euro is still a dollar eighteen compared to the the U.S. dollar. 
British pound is at $1.31 compared to the U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar. Actually, Canadian dollar went up one cent, 77 cents compared to the U.S. dollar. That's the first time I've seen the Canadian dollar move in months. So, all right, so all industries are in the green. Everything's looking good. The only industries that are in the minus are communications and energy materials. Wow. Biggest ones, consumer durables, transportation, health services, tech services are all 10% or higher. Retail trades at 8.1% increase. Electronic technologies at 7% increase in the green as a industry as a whole. So not bad, pretty good. So, actually, it looks like everything's doing pretty good today. A lot of stuff's in the green. I really didn't see too too many things in the red. Which is definitely always a good sign. So, yeah, let's get into some, all right, stock market info. Let me see if we can check out some cryptocurrency information for all you cryptocurrency fans crypto yeah let's do some cryptocurrency news today let's see what bitcoin oh there we go so we got bitcoin right now is at ooh man bitcoin is shooting skyrocketing up it's uh, right now at $15,480, and it's a plus 3% increase, so Bitcoin is skyrocketing. It's definitely going up. Uh, Ethereum is at $442 um, per share. That's a 7% increase. Um, all these are in the green. Litecoin is at uh, $60.98, that's a four, over 4% increase. Uh, XRP, tra uh, known as Ripple, is at 25, or 25 cents, and that's 3.8% increase in the green. Bitcoin Cash is at $255 traded, and it's at 3.4% increase in the green. And EOS is $2.51. And that's a three over a little over three percent increase in the green. So, wow, markets are doing really well, and it's we're just in early November. So, this will be interesting with uh, holidays coming up. At least from years ago, they've always done pretty well during the holidays. Uh, now that's pretty nice. So, it says here. The cryptocurrency paradigm has heralded uh, by the launch of Bitcoin or an O. Yeah, with Bitcoin launching, it looks like a lot of these altcoins are moving up with it as well. Pretty nice. Yeah, let's see what they have to say about Bitcoin. Any new information? It says, grab me some coffee here. All right. 
2020 has been a rough year for markets, but Bitcoin has outperformed JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and the majority of the top U.S. financial sector stocks. Oh, wow, that's a very bold statement. Historically, traditional market um, analysis and old-school investors tend to look at Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies with a, a wary eye. And when crypto pundits attempt to make comparisons between the, these two investors, say it's an um, apple, you know, it's apples to, to oranges argument. Take, for example, Warren Buffett, who many a time has said Bitcoin is nothing more than a Ponzi scheme as it, as it does produce anything and therefore has no value. According to these traditionalists, compare Bitcoin to Apple, Tesla, or a bank stock like J.P. Morgan is irrational as the latter employ workers, produce products, and generate revenues and dividends which are distributed to shareholders. Despite these arguments, a significant a, um, fact remains. Bitcoin has had a strong year and the digital asset is outperforming financial stocks in 2020 due to a considerable increase in institutional demand. Investors believe in Bitcoin's exponential growth and its as, as mer, um, its price action in the fact of global economic uncertainty. And they're showing me like a little chart. It's just basically the... And obviously right now it's basically going pretty much almost straight. Not directly up, but a pretty high curve. Um, as shown in the chart below, the majority of top U.S. banks post record results in Q quarter two as the entire market roared back from the COVID-19 induced self in mid-March, but significant threats to the stock market and global economy remain. At the same time, Bitcoin massively outperformed the financial sector, particularly in uh, quarter four. It says, Bitcoin price rallied 42% since the start of quarter four. Since the start of quarter four, the price of Bitcoin has increased from 10000 to as high as 15000 on Binance. This is an impressive 42% increase in less than two months and a show of digital assets strong momentum. That is definitely some good momentum. And I remember I was doing the videos and saying, definitely right now Bitcoin is... Definitely a big a big buy on Bitcoin right now, and it's yeah. If you would have got in, possibly around the nine thousand mark, yeah, you definitely would have made some money right now. So yeah, let's read a couple of these last articles. <clears throat> yeah, basically talking about right now. Actually, I have the live one up right now, fifteen thousand four hundred eighty-three dollars, and it's kind of like up and down but it's steadily going up though what oh, nice shoot it may hit 20 grand shoot the last time it hit 20 grand was in 2017 so the strength of bitcoin's rally can partially be attributed to the growing perception that an alternative store of value earlier in the year billionaire wall street investor paul tudor jones described bitcoin as the ideal inflation play the overall positive Settlement around Bitcoin as a potential safe haven asset is clearly buying its momentum.
Oh, definitely. So, wow. So, over 15,000 right now. That's pretty cool. Let me go ahead and let me check real quick. Let me look at the top top altcoins and see see what they're saying. Yeah, let's see what the top top ten what they're looking at. So the, the top prices, oh nice, yeah I'll read this one last little article and see what they say and then we will go from there. It says, after the winner of the U.S. election is announced, the focus of lawmakers could shift to the next stimulus package. However, additional money printing will only worsen the existing national debt, which is currently $27.2 trillion. Even though a new round of stimulus measures may be required in the short term to reduce the impact of the economic crisis caused by CB19, analysis believe that the Fed may not be able to roll back the measures in the future. So that makes sense. So yeah, once they figure out who's going to win the election, they're, they're still $27 trillion in debt. So I'll read this last part and we'll be... Done for the day, it says, for, the, for this reason, apprehensive institutional investors have been hedging their portfolio with gold. I remember them talking about that, hedge, hedge funds, hedging their portfolio with gold and a few others like billionaire hedge fund manager Paul Tudor Jones. He advocated buying Bitcoin. Uh, Galaxy digital CEO and investor Mike Novo believes that Bitcoin is in a bull phase, so it definitely... It definitely is right now. So, yeah, definitely see if there's any any way to buy you buy Bitcoin. At the end of the day, your money it's going up. So, that's all I got for you guys today. Um, yeah, appreciate you guys. Appreciate all your support. Um, yeah, this week was uh, had a lot going on this week. So, I'm definitely uh, check me out on. You know, my tic- I have a TikTok as well. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram. Um, those are uh, MoneyManny1980. Um, and I'll put that in my description below. Uh, if you guys aren't subscribed, definitely get subscribed. Um, I'd appreciate it. You know, write down in the comments, I subscribed. And I will definitely send you a personal message. This is Money Manny with Convo Podcast and HTX TV coming at you. We are out for the day. Y'all have a good one.